Hello and welcome to When I Was Little with me, Seth Kaler. Um, I have been a part of many different podcasts in the past, The Movie Hour, Beer in a Movie, um, but one of my recurring themes has been on James Daly. So um, I help my brother-in-law, Jamin, with his podcast that he puts out um, at least once a week, you know? Um, and we have, we've had a lot of fun just setting it up, learning about it, doing all these kinds of things. But I've had this idea for when I was little in my head for a while. I bought a URL a while back, so you'll be able to go to IWasLittle.com and uh, find all of the episodes on there. We're going to be running this podcast like um, uh, so you can binge it, right? So it's not going to be episodic. It's not going to be every week, uh, at least the MP3 version. I will have a YouTube version that it will release every week, though. But that being said, um, this podcast is going to be about memories, basically, about talking about when you were little. I'm Inevitably, every conversation that I have with anybody, we sit around, we talk, it goes back to when we were little, all the fun that we used to have, all the stupid things we used to do, sometimes the not-so-fun things, too. But I'm here today with my very first guest, uh, and it was it's only fitting since uh, I've been on his a bunch, but we have uh, Mr. Jamin Alamond. So, Jamin, how are you doing? Hardy har har. I'm here, <laughs> folks. I'm doing great. I'm Good. doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Actually, this is my podcast. That's cause, right. Because we're we're doing a preview. That's right. This is we're gonna we're going to upload this, and this is gonna be an episode of Jamin's Daily. Exactly. But it's gonna be pre guest hosted, right? By Seth Kaler. Yeah. Preview of when i was little exactly and we're gonna it's gonna be awesome it, it gives me a chance to work out all the kinks because it's, believe it or not uh you know a lot of thought goes into these kinds of things even even the simple little things like what to say when it first starts or uh you know what equipment that you like seth um, your first the, your, your your first um drop so those first 10 episodes are yeah. gonna be great Yep. But when you do the second drop, yeah. they're gonna be better. Yeah, gonna be Cause that's how right? that's how podcasting works. Exactly. Podcasting is like anything else. That's right. You get better yeah. as you as you do it. Exactly. And my thing has always been uh, behind the scenes too. So uh, when we did the movie hour um, back in 2008 through 2010 or whenever it was, we did it for a couple of years. Um, I was the engineer, so I got all the equipment. I learned how to use it. I learned how to upload all the things online. Um, and, uh, I never really spoke unless they, you know, they, 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 they wanted a, a tie broken Seth, or something Seth, like that. So. And for the folks at home, Seth, you, you know, Seth was a pioneer, very <laughs> early adapter to this. We were, you we, really, you, we were, man. And our show was, our show was super cool. So, um, hoping that, uh, that I can do something that I like. We can translate. It's going to translate yeah, into what absolutely. we're doing now. Seth, absolutely. Sure, so. Sure. Um, that, in that case, we, we just jump right in. Right. So ask when, me, when ask me about when I was, I was little, little. Jamin, Jamin. Little. so, um, first thing off, um, I know your story, but not everybody does, you know, um, but where, where do you, uh, where do you call home <laughs> from when I was little? Well, you you, you know that you know my, where, where if someone asked you, Jamin Corpus Christi, you'd say Corpus Christi, right? Corpus Christi. But mom. when you were little, in the ages ranges that we're talking about, right here, right? Tell them. What, were, what's the age? When I was little. When yeah, I was when I was little, little from birth 
to 12. Because 13 and you're a teenager. Exactly. I'm trying to keep it between uh, birth and 12. So I think that's a when, good line. when you were 12, you lived here in Corpus Christi. Yes, I was right? already in Corpus. But you spent a good amount of time in Laredo, Texas. Other places. So and you were you, born really in where? Falfurias? In Falfurias, Fal Texas. In Brooks County Hospital. Yeah. And can't pinpoint, it's really South Texas is where sure. I was born and raised because we right. we moved around a lot. But I do consider Corpus Christi because by the age of 11, maybe, I think fifth grade. Yeah. I we moved to Corpus and I've lived here off right. and on all my life. You know, yeah. the only reason we moved away was for college, but right. I've lived there. I lived here ever since. So yeah, you know, twenty over twenty five years or longer. Yeah, and um, being a coach's kid is kind of like being a military kid, right? I mean, yes. you know, I, I know lots of military kids too. I went to just not as far away, probably. I, <laughs> I like, yes, but it it's almost the same. You you would be surprised at. The, the difference in 30, th that 30 miles can make in mm. just culture and surroundings. Sure, right? absolutely. So like one example here in Corpus Christi, and then we moved to Taft. Ah, yeah. Completely different, almost another world of sorts. Yeah. Um, but then we lived, you mentioned, in, in Laredo, Texas. Yeah. And for a latino who cannot speak spanish <laughs> it was very difficult so the, all these different things that sure. you mentioned so yeah. can't I, really pinpoint when i was young that's what makes my story kind of unique right. as when i was when i was little yeah. is that we i went to four elementary schools yeah two and two middle schools cuz then obviously i'm in high school i'm too old right, right. or not for, <laughs> well, who cares about we can that? bleed in but, but yeah yes. no those those age groups. Um, so one of my first questions probably that is going to be a recurring thing on here is um, because it's something that I've thought about a lot, right? Okay. Because uh, and the question is, what's your first memory? Memory, right? So I think we talked about uh, this a little bit, but like I have memories in my head that I think are totally made up because I've heard the story so many times, right? Like I know. That I fell off my dad's shoulders in New Mexico into a cactus, right? Okay. But I don't remember it. Sure. But in my head, I can totally picture myself falling off my dad's shoulders yeah, into a cactus, yeah. right? But it's not my first memory. Um, Legitimate. It's got to be yeah, like legit. Yes. So, so dig deep here for this first question. What What do you remember? And and it could be a feeling. It could be anything, or it could be a you know like sometimes. Like to this day, I walk into somebody's house mm -hmm. or especially like older person's house or and it just smells like my grandma, right? Okay. Like smells, sounds, sure. all of those things of bring back memories. So with you, what what do you think is one of your first memories? It doesn't have to be your first, but what, what's an early, early memory? The earliest, the earliest memory I have, and that's where I was born, obviously, was in Fowl. Uh -huh. And... One of the first memories that it's like a cluster right. of a memory of sorts, which makes it more, I think, um, important of sorts. Because the other things you would just forget. So this was more sure. like of a real event. Right. And I want to say, I will, at this point, I'm like probably three or four. I'm probably my son's age. Yeah. And we, we went to a Phil Driscoll who was a um, Christian singer. Really? Yeah. Concert. Nice. I don't, 
I think it was in Corpus. I think it Probably. was at the auditorium. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if you're I, It was at Selena Auditorium. No, then, Memorial Coliseum or one of those. It was there. Yeah. I want to say, because we were living in Fowl, and that's one of the first memories. The other memory, like you said, we talked mm. about this, was going over. And this is, it's funny, because everybody has the same when you're little, you have these memories. And like you said, they're blurred right. by what you think you remember. Sure. And I can't remember. I cannot remember specific details, yeah. but I can recall this vague memory of going over to the neighbor. Her name was Miss Santana. Uh-huh. And she used to be basically my babysitter when my mom had to leave to do other something else. Right. I would go over to her house. Yeah. And I, do you remember being there with her? Yeah. And I even to this day I can remember what her face looks like. She what? died already. Yeah, no, she's no. dead. But well, you know, it's just yeah. Though, that's my first. So if you're talking about sure. that, that was sure. that's 1985, 86, yeah. 87, yeah. maybe. And that's funny because what I know about that is that we still barbecue on her husband's barbecue pit. So that man gave his gave him gave my father's quick story. I'll just run yeah. it quick. No, no, yeah. My the Mr. Santana asked my dad who loved the barbecue to help him for a um barbecue benefit to cook x amount with with this pit so there my dad was and i mean i guess he must have done a hell of a job and everything was great at the end of it Uh mr santana gave him the pit he says you know kino (laughs) keep it i don't bar you know i haven't used it in six months you can have it. Awesome story. And we still have I, it now. I know. And his name is stamped into it, too. So, yeah. Yeah. You can't make yeah. it out anymore, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. It's funny. I So as this podcast goes along, too, I got to, you know, because I can't tell the same stories of myself over and over. But mm-hmm. like my very first memory that I have is probably about the same age, right? Three, four, four. My parents moved up to New Mexico, to Cuesta, New Mexico, and they bought five acres of land. And we lived in a tent for a year while they built this log cabin that we were going to live in, right? And I don't remember so much living in the tent, and I have, but I have lots of those weird stories, you know, that I think I know. But my very first memory, memory, one of them anyways, is being in the log cabin. And um, we had this couch that they probably got, you know, at a dumpster somewhere or something, you know, like, it was like, you know, they, they just, we lived in a log cabin for Christ's sake with -hmm. with no running water and (laughs) nothing else like that. But we had this old couch and it was velvety, but it was really old. So it was like really crispy velvety, like kind of scratchy, but we had this kitten and, uh, I don't know the kitten's name. Don't know anything like that, but I had a Lincoln logs. They used to come in these tubs. Uh, like a like a oatmeal container, like yeah, old oatmeal no. container, uh-huh. and the cat would love to hide in there, and she would hide in there. And I thought it was like the funniest thing in the world, but yeah. that's one of your memories that's from one, when you yeah. were little. No, no, absolutely, yeah, from when I was little, that was one of my very first. You want to hear? Let, let's tell so. the audience a, a funny story about when Jamin was little, <laughs> okay, because it James, falls within. It falls within. Before you I, ask I'd, I'd a question, yeah, yeah. that falls within it. the tell second. That's what I. That's what. I, but folks at home. When I was little, so I think I was in the third grade, so I was probably about 10 years old. Mm. This is when I first met Seth Gaylor. He came to visit. (laughs) And where we were living at the time, there was a detached garage structure of sorts. And there was also this little alley to it. And this alley was maybe about three feet wide, maybe less, two and a half. 
and it was just mainly dirt and foliage that would accumulate in this area and I used to love to I used to play with my toys and you know it was a cool area to play in I know where this is going but (laughs) folks at one point, and I don't, you know, you talk about things that you remember when you look. I don't remember doing this. I think I was falsely accused. Really? But apparently, <laughs> I was. I know I did it. I don't remember the specific moment sure. when you ratted me out, but I, <laughs> I do remember doing this. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Where I would put it, our neighbor had twenty trees in her backyard. This is mm. not an exaggeration. She, that house, you know, Miss Campos, that house that they had. In that backyard uh-huh. must have been half an acre almost right or oh, a quarter big, yeah. of an acre a yeah, third of an acre they had a crap load of trees and so all this foliage were falling there and i was starting a fire mm-hmm. i was being resourceful i was already i, I was know. like practicing boy yeah. scout stuff it's like right up and, against the wall too and <laughs> seth <laughs> witnesses this i did and he took it upon himself to say to, to tell my sister probably i think I, yeah i didn't tell your parents directly yeah, you told my sister, i, I, I told your like, sister and then like hey your brother's yeah starting out there, fire. fire is probably not the best idea especially because they that old like covered carport shed thing or whatever had a bunch of all kinds of the, gasoline i'm sure exactly that thing would have yeah. gone up in flames <laughs> for sure yeah but that yard too i remember that yard it, it wasn't a wooden fence it was a chain link fence between y'all yes, right yeah because you could see the, the whole yard mm-hmm. back there right mm-hmm. yeah that was good it was a fun time um so your first memory obviously is going to a concert or and going to your neighbors yes and faces and stuff like that so let's jump ahead a little bit let's say third grade where are you at in third grade we're in that house uh-huh. where i was starting fires okay what school Remember, did you go to i went to a school called alma pierce ah. it was named after some lady yeah think it's still there the have cowboys looked? have you looked i have not I should. If it's not, it's, yeah. that would be a shame. Yeah, no. It probably, the you know what? It, it probably shouldn't be because it was Super by by, by today's standards, yeah. completely probably inefficient in terms of um, energy efficiency <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, and no it's hard. To, it's hard to refer. Yeah, please. no doubt, no doubt. And my teacher's name was Miss Dovalina. Nice. You and the thing I remember the most about her was that she would leave the classroom, uh. like. I don't know. She's like, I got to go make copies of, of your assignment. And right. she would leave. Right. And she would be gone for 10, 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. And we would just cut loose. Yeah. So that's what I remember. <laughs> about her. And she's leaving. And she's awesome. listening now. That's cool. She's well, maybe we can find now. this. Only. Um, so, okay. Third grade. You're in Laredo. You're mm-hmm. at Alma Pierce. You're a cowboy. I walk to school. You walk to school. Mm-hmm. Your grandma comes over, let's say. This is hypothetical, right? Okay. Grandma comes over. Gives you five which bucks. Which she never did. Gives you five bucks, which she may not have done that either. But no. somebody gives you five bucks. Yes. What are you doing with that five bucks? Is it burning I, I, a hole so in your no, pocket? No, 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 no. So it, when I was ten, when I was ten years old in third grade, at Alma Pierce in Laredo, and I had ten dollars. Yeah. I was probably gonna do two, one of two things. I was gonna spend that money playing Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. At, there was a. Um, the only there was a convenience store that was actually kind of a ways from where we were at. It was within the neighborhood, uh-huh. but it, to ride a bike there, it was you know it was a quarter mile. It was like half a mile away. Yeah. So even on a bike at ten years old, like it was kind of far. Right. But they were the first. That's where my first uh, introduction to Mortal Kombat was. Nice. So we used to play. That. It was only a quarter too, so yeah, it was amazing. No, this is like they were the first ones to have it in the neighborhood. Yeah. 
right when it blew up. So the right. person who owned that convenience store must have been a, an enthusiast of <laughs> yeah. sorts. Right. And they got it quick. Yeah. And so I'd go there to play video games. Uh-huh. And then I'd buy BBs for my BB gun. Uh-huh. And the only other thing I would probably uh, buy uh, uh, trading cards. Ah, At that age, I was yeah. still into trading cards. Yeah, so doing football, buy some baseball, baseball cards, football cards, yeah. ma- mainly football, yeah. uh, trading cards and basketball. Yeah. So I do that. Nice. That was it. That's funny. That's what I spent my money on. So the show. when uh, when I was probably about, about the same age, third grade, video games were a big part of my world too, man. Oh. Um, and in Port Aransas, Texas, we had uh, well, we had a little burger joint. It's called Manjo's, mm-hmm. right? And I, I can tell you exactly where it is right now. It's nothing right now. Um, uh, I think Hurricane got it. They tore it down. Anyways, but Manjo's was your, like, you watch any 80s movie where all the kids are ordering French fries mm-hmm. or hamburgers and then taking them into another room and playing a bunch of video games. Totally Manjo's, right? And I remember going to Manjo's and uh, being blown away by this guy i don't know could have been a tourist right big tourist town could have been a local i don't remember but they had a game called track and field i don't know if you remember right and to run you had to hit two different buttons right like a left and right and everybody's in there smack 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 and they're smacking the buttons right this dude finishes a corn dog and puts the stick in between his fingers like this yes so he only has to tap one side and the other side goes down and he goes just Put his name when, in first place on every different little race, dude. When I was little, genius man, that genius. genius. It's called cheating. That's what it's called. Okay? <laughs> I don't know, cheating, yes, thinking yes, outside yes, the box. Yeah. Come on. You know, when I was little, yeah, I had a friend from Fowl. Mm-hmm. His parents worked. His dad worked with my dad. I think he. His dad was an Mr. Romero, was an administrator in the school, where my dad was the uh-huh. football coach. So his, me and Adam were the same age. We uh-huh. grew up together. And he had the track and field on Nintendo that came with the mat where you oh, could, you could, fancy. You could uh, run on it. Yeah. Okay? So the whole game was track and field. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to win, you could, <laughs> you'd get off of it. You wouldn't right. use your feet. You'd get off and, and you'd use your use hands. Your hands you know? So, and, and like on the long jump. Instead of using your feet and jumping and landing, yeah. again you'd get off, use your hands, and then pick your hands up and then land it. It was so it was so cheating and bad, bro. But, That's know, awesome. It's still, we still won. So. Sweet. When I was young, when I when that I, when was, I was little, well, yeah. uh, that, that's yeah. eight, nine, ten years old. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, what's something from let's say third, fourth grade that that you remember that. Uh, everybody in the school did like what was the cool thing to do well you know like was... do, you, do you remember anything like that because i have a story and i'll tell you about you want me to tell you about mine first and then maybe you, you tell come me up with something why don't like that, you so. yes that sounds like a good so idea. i lived in Port Aransas, texas till the third grade right so and after that moved off to rockport but i remember very distinctly in the third grade us and maybe the fourth and fifth graders and the fifth graders were super cool right yeah you know? and they're the ones who probably actually had a little boombox, like a little wow. radio with a tape deck or whatever. And they would, someone would go out to the playground, put in a tape. And I remember it being uh, 
Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll. Okay. Or the Jay Giles Band, Centerfold. Angel in the Centerfold. Nah, nah, nah. Anyways, I know look it song. up. I know the song. <laughs> the Angel is uh, yes, the Centerfold. Exactly. But what, nah, 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 there you nah, go. I don't know why I didn't think you knew that. But anyways, um, someone would put it in. And they stood in the middle. And then we would all line up. But not like single file, but long ways. Okay. And then we would just walk all over the playground. Like we'd walk up to the th- up to the swings and then back down the swings, but we would all walk in a line while we were all listening to the music. That sounds like oh, like a I don't know no, why. I don't like know. A, one I of those. What do you call that when they when people break out and dance in the middle <laughs> yeah, of a something. a flash dance? But we weren't dancing it was like, though. It was like a flash it, we dance. were just walking, man. Yeah, flash, it was like a flash mob kind of flash thing. mob thing. We, we maybe we were way ahead of our our Too time, maybe. but we weren't doing anything cool. We were just walking around listening yeah. to the stupid song. And I, I don't know, like at the end, we were high five. I don't remember any of that, but I remember walking around the playground. <laughs> there any, like, people, you know, you when you're young, yeah. you're forced to do all these strange, like, North Korean <laughs> choreographed things that you don't even realize are strange until you get older. And then when you're older and you watch your own kids do it, you're like, well, I guess that's not strange if little kids are doing it. There you go. And I used to do it. So <laughs> yeah, this, right. this isn't bizarre. Yeah. Watching choreographed children doing <laughs> doing songs in a but we didn't yeah there was no choreographed chore, choreography no, I, to so it, the way though. the cool thing about this podcast is yeah. the way you described it yeah. the the way I was picturing it yeah and the way the audience maybe picturing <laughs> it in their head total yeah total like absolutely you uh, know I, I, I see like little uh, people walking around Bollywood like oh. yeah um sorry that's that was pretty bad no 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 that's but you know what I'm talking great about. impression yeah so oh, um. No, but you you don't remember doing anything dumb like that, or you know, like, in, did, was there like a contest? Like, no, yeah, there of was like something when, high that everybody jumped off. No, of there was. Like we did. I can recall at Alma Pierce again. So this is third or fourth grade. It was one of those. Uh, the way it was an outdoor school, and in the middle was this huge, you know, covered patio where most of PE would happen mm. a lot of times. And that's where the center of the school was. And we did a um, like a presentation for this for your parents, you know, like they always do in elementary, uh-huh. right? I can't remember what for what, but it was the themes were like different decades, I, and I was in the decade decade I think of the '60s. So we in the group that we did our skit and the song to was earth wind and fire i think it's like this is the dawning of the age of aquarius right so i'm telling my mom and she's like oh she's trying to dress me as a hippie i'm 10 years old i have no idea what a freaking hippie is all right <laughs> and so she's trying to put beads and different things on me yeah. i think i look like a fool she's like no this is what you're supposed to do like i guess so yeah. that's a very vivid wow. memory i can remember doing that yeah uh prison you know it's not a presentation. What do you call these things for <laughs> when you do things for your parents? Right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, the, the assembly thing. Assembly. Whatever. Yeah, that like that. It, it was some kind of something assembly. Like yeah. But you had to do it outside. Huh? You didn't have it like, was outside. This was in Laredo. So it must have been hot too. Really hot. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's another thing that I, you know, as you and I sit down talking about this, um, I didn't move around as much as you, but I did move in mm-hmm. the middle of elementary. Right. Okay. And so, uh, you was did, that dramatic? Well, how, how how many were you, that's what I'm, how many times did like did you go 
Only in Laredo to school? Only Corpus in Laredo? No, I started kindergarten in, in, Rock, in Rockport. Oh, that's right. Rockport. Rockport. Yeah, that's where we met. Or in Rockport, I went to kindergarten for the first time. Uh-huh. So you moved once, twice. So then we moved to Laredo, and I went to Newman. Gotcha. Kinder, first, and second. Gotcha. Again. So I went to kinder, first, and second there at Newman, and then we moved right to on Springfield and I went to a new elementary, the third oh. and the fourth grade. So same town, different elementary. Same town, different elementary. So I had to make all new friends. Yeah. Then yeah. I moved to Corpus and I went to the fifth grade yeah. at Woodlawn. Yeah. That okay, was probably so the toughest. Moment. So let's let's pick um, let's pick the move from Laredo to Corpus. And uh, is there anything that stands out that you were like, uh, like these people are weird or? Um, we didn't do this kind of stuff at our old school or anything like that. Because no. when I moved, and I'll tell you why, because uh-huh. when I moved from Port Aransas to Rockport, um, A, the very first thing that I remember was that in third grade in Port Aransas, we were just learning cursive handwriting. I don't even think they teach that anymore. We were just learning it, right? Mm-hmm. But when I got to fourth grade in Rockport, they had already done it. So I like totally missed it. I can't write in cursive um, to save my life, right? Like, you ask me to... I can do my name. That's about it. Um, my kids, though, nowadays can't even Nobody. write. They can't even write the their name. The only thing people write in a signature. Yeah. So I remember that. Um, when I moved from Port Aransas to Rockport, too, it was a big culture shock, too, because um, just for the simple fact, there was, there was a ton of, there's a huge Vietnamese community in Rockport, too, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And um, just all these new kids and new things to do. For some reason, we didn't play marbles in Puerto Aransas, but marbles was huge, huge in Rockport. In Rockport. Yeah. And they all had names. And if you got them in Mexico, they were even better. Mexican bumblebees and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, the games were all different. Um, and then there were some of the Vietnamese influences, too. Maybe not truly, but yeah. in my mind, yes. Because sure. they did. we did a Chinese jump rope yeah. with a whole bunch of rubber bands. And they held it up higher and higher and higher. It was kind of like a reverse... Um, limbo stick okay so you had to jump up and hook your foot on the top of this rubber band never heard of this oh man yeah but we call it chinese jump rope so i don't know that sounds but, racist <laughs> probably <laughs> probably just, probably just, no, no, no 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 but you know that's just what it was yes. back then right um yes. uh and we had tetherball poles too no tetherball was fun it's, it's, but we didn't people don't play that I, anymore maybe we didn't put it in but i never did anyways but I, what i'm getting at is was there uh anything big that stuck out in your mind that you were like from one place to the oh next? man or or like wait this place is way better than alma pierce thing no you know when we went from newman to alma pierce now that in my mind i, I think there was a step down in terms of the social economic level of the neighborhood and yeah. in the school sure. itself from uh, newman uh-huh. I think where Newman was made, was more of a newer, like in Corpus Christi, be like with the South Side, and then we moved to something like that, right? Yeah. But at that age, you know, you're just kids, you know, you don't, you, no, you can't yeah. really tell. Um, yeah. When we moved to Laredo, and I went to Woodlawn, it was a very similar kind of school. To outside. It was to Corpus. Yeah. I'm sorry, when we moved to Corpus, went to Woodlawn. It was also an outdoor. You know, they don't make these schools like this anymore because right. of how they are. But it was an outdoor yep. school still where the, the, literally the, the door to the classroom led outside. So when you open right. the door, it was you were outside, yeah. not in the hallway of a building, right. you know. And A uh, breezeway. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> and I guess they did that because back in the day it was super hot. Yeah, no, 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 no
When I, I can remember moving in, or when, when I was there at Woodlawn, there wasn't, I guess, because you remember Corpus Christi is the demographic, maybe not as Hispanic, maybe Laredo is yeah. 99%. Sure, <laughs> right. And Corpus, you're at a little different. 70. Yeah. But, you know, everybody still looked the same and, and things like that. And they, they was, the only shock was there was a little less, there was a little less, uh, I guess Spanish influence, you yeah. know, even though yeah. there's like you know a lot of yeah that. no and, and, and not, there was nothing, not so much that I'm let me think going what the that, story I do like, want to tell yeah. about moving to Corpus. please do okay so here's the real story the cool story <laughs> was when we moved in remember I told my dad gets fired he's a coach right coaches get fired so he's getting fired so he goes from being head coach athletic coordinator to he's assistant coach sure so and like. My mom, I don't even think at this point, has even found a job in Corpus, right? Right. So we move into an apartment. Yeah. So hella down, I mean, downsized. My parents went to that house, went from that house in Laredo. With a pool. With a pool. It yeah. was probably about the size of this house almost. Yeah. Well, about 2,000 square feet. Sure. And to an apartment. Yeah. Two-bedroom apartment, yeah. that is. So it was my, Monica, my sister was already in school. So the two-bedroom apartment, one bath. Me and my brother were in one room, my parents were in the other. Yeah. And across the street was a Times Market and a Diamond Shamrock. And right behind that was a comic store. That's and I can't I wish I could remember the name of what it was called. I yeah, that's but right. But it was walking distance. I used to go in there and it was it wasn't just a comic store too, it was also collectibles. So they had a really cool case of all the G.I. Joe figurines, mm-hmm. like a hundred, like every single one. Right. Uh, they sold all kinds of other stuff, but then comics. Yeah. And so that summer, because I moved, we moved to Corpus the summer before my fifth grade. Yeah. I got big into comics. I have about, out of all the ones I did have and I got rid of, I have about 40 that I still have, have held on wow. to since then. They're 20, over 20, 30, so maybe about 30 years old now. Wow. It's, it's crazy. That's one thing. That's one thing that I wish, and and what I'm going to get to is like another question that I've been thinking of. But um, I had tons of friends who were into comics too, and I had tons of friends who were into baseball cards and football cards, and I just I wasn't. We we weren't a big sports family, mm-hmm. um, so th- maybe that's why. But comics is kind of universal. Everybody, Kick camera, com- comics I remember is having universal. comics. But I don't remember, you know, like being like, oh, I got to get the next one and the next one. And uh, but uh, what I do remember about comics, though, and I have it now, I have the very first Mad Magazine, which wasn't exactly a comic, but uh, I have number one Mad Magazine. Have you looked it up? Is it worth any money? It's in kind of bad condition or whatever, but there aren't that many. I mean, there probably are plenty, but anyways. No, you got to wait another 50 years, Seth. Then it might be worth <laughs> There we it, go. Right? Yeah, and I got to keep it the way like, it is. The yeah. comics that I held on to is mainly Batman and Superman comics. Ah, yeah. Those two. Yeah. Two, and two different storylines within that that I kept. Yeah. But, the, you know, now that I'm thinking about this, I think, you know, can you imagine? I, I can't remember them vividly, but, you know, the two, the men who were, they were men. Yeah who worked in that comic store uh-huh. and here I am some like 10 year old kid who would go in there and just walk around. It's like this 10 year old kid has no money. <laughs> right? And so he's just walking in and I have from when I was little, I, I have no bad memory of being in there in these 
bottles they no yeah me. you know it was yeah. nothing but good they were Something cool to go either they didn't say they just pretended i wasn't there yeah which was just as good yeah or they were friendly and that was i don't yeah. really remember because they were just it, friendly you know. kind of strikes me as if you're gonna have a comic book shop you're you're into it and yeah. you're happy that sure. other people are into it oh. too so you're gonna have that stuff so that's cool that's cool and i i do remember that and i think i probably went there with you you probably did yeah we walked over or something um it's like an industrial warehouse now like they make widgets there's like some yeah i think they have widgets there some yeah. crap called um, it's there and they have so. they even have that building still there and it's has uh hurricane fencing or the white you know, uh-huh. wire fencing uh-huh. with barbed wire in it so really? whatever is in there is some kind of <laughs> You know, old machining. Books. It's some kind of machine. Millions of dollars. Yeah, that's what books. it is. That's what it is. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so me, I, I kind of always wanted to or wished that I was into comics. cards and comics cards, so yeah. that I could show my friend, you know, like yeah. be like, hey, we're doing this too. We did other things, you know, we did, Seth, we did done things. But you remember when I was little uh-huh. in the fifth grade, uh-huh. so I think I'm still 12. Okay. No, I'm 11 because mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm 12 in the sixth grade, right? 13 in the seventh, 14. Yeah, so that's in the fifth a, grade, I'm it. 11. Yep. Pogs was a big craze, a fad. In the fifth grade, there was these those things that you. They were like little plastic discs. Little right? plastic disc that you would play a game where you would hit them and they would turn. Yeah. Big big fad for about a year. That's when funny. I was in the fifth grade. Yeah. And everybody was into them. It was so cool. I think, and I think that was a fancy version of kids used to play with milk bottle caps or something uh-huh. like that. So was this is a game? And that's how it that? kind of turned into that or whatever. Oh. I think. I don't, they tried don't again. They tried to turn it into like a collector's thing where. Yeah, no, yeah. And then they also turned, and, and they turned it into almost like a cutthroat, like a game in which you would play and then you could win <laughs> other people's yeah. pogs. Yeah, and then, right. You know, put some, that's good, some competitiveness into it. It's like, but. Uh, it's like racing for car titles or yeah, something. That's, yeah, that's, you know, Seth, actually that's problem. That's problematic nowadays. <laughs> that's not. That's not right. Cause you can't be taking other kids. Yes, you can't. You, know, you can't be winners and losers and taking other Aww. kids' pod. That's probably. I don't know. Um. So, one of my questions was going to be, and it's funny because I, you recently, have lived this. Okay. So uh, I was thinking about you know what what am I going to ask these people like what would I want to know or what what would I want to tell about myself, but uh, one of my questions is. What did you always want that you never got? When I was young? And, and when I was little. When you were little, right? And I think recently you just got yes, something. Yes, <laughs> but, yes, yes. But, well, but maybe uh, what, you oh, can I got just say one. something. Yeah, I go do for have it. one other one. But the first one was a really cool BMX bike. Because we always got Walmart specials. Sure. Okay. But the other one was... When we were in Laredo, I had two separate friends, my friend Jesse Garcia and our my neighbor, Victor, who lived in front of us, mm-hmm. both and it ran, at, in and around the same time got go-karts, like nice. motor, oper, gas-operated nice. gas yeah. go-karts. And now that I'm thinking about it, parents were just different back then. We had no freaking business. 
Because this go-kart was probably going at least 30 miles an hour. We didn't wear helmets. Yeah. We put our seatbelts on, all right? Yeah. And we weren't that dumb, I guess. <laughs> hey, that's seatbelts. I mean, the parents let us put seatbelts on, but we were not wearing helmets. No. no way. Yeah. And we're riding a go-kart around the neighborhood. They're not monitoring us apart. Like, we're out of sight. Yeah. We're driving a go-kart. And we're in the third. We're yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was great. That, at the same time that is a great one too because i believe i had the same envy too yeah. i had friends who had uh who had go-karts that would go and uh yeah it's that whole yeah you can you can have your own bike and doesn't matter where you got it from but you got something that goes when like a, no, a the car like was just it? get out my mom Ooh. got mad at me listen my mom got mad at me because victor got that present for uh or he got the go-kart for christmas uh-huh. and so i remembered that that christmas day i think i said something to my mom that she interpreted as me being ungrateful for yeah. what i got for chris what i received yeah for christmas yeah. you know so you know yeah my envy led to trouble yeah because i'm over here telling my mom yeah well, Victor got a go-kart get nothing. <laughs> Christmas must have been a bad boy. Santa doesn't like me. <laughs> and speaking of trouble, and uh, this will probably be one of the last questions, but just kind of, because we could talk forever and ever, but oh. it's already been 40 minutes, right? Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, I know. Good talk. But um, what do you remember, like, the worst trouble that oh. you got into? And, well, and, under when, 12, And right? what happened, yeah younger yeah no you know the good thing about it was i wasn't i remember one time we were here's a vivid memory okay and i think i was like eight i don't even know if we were i think we were still in laredo we went to to uh coach sanders lake house ah yes my old coach and my mom we were like in distance and my mom was like yelling out the way she does like uh-huh. jay she said something and i told her to, i can't remember and i said something like i said shut up <laughs> told her to shut up <laughs> oh my god i can vividly remember it. she just like my whole day went south after that because yeah. you know the way my mom gets mad at, gets back at you she just be she just becomes a different person and she ignores you and, and is mad at you that way yeah so she was pissed and i can remember that like being there on vacation telling her to shut up and then being in trouble that was one time yeah. Another time. Here's a cool story. So we were talking about Mortal Kombat. So here we're in Laredo. And when we were in Laredo, my parents had friends named the Halls. Mr. Billy and Annabelle mm-hmm. Hall. And they were well to do. He was um you know, these were millionaires landed. We mm-hmm. went to their um ranch. He uh ran for all he was ran for office, yeah. Mr. Hall, right? and big name in loretta yeah, yeah so one so one day we were over there visiting or something and we were i was talking about this so mrs hall was enthused by my um excitement or you know about this game or whatever yeah. so lo and behold so later on you know weeks later i'm in trouble this is the fourth grade okay I, I on a report card I got a like a I in terms of conduct or citizenship, which means like improvement needed <laughs> sure. or some shit like that, right? <laughs> so my dad was always 
it was like zero tolerance when it came to that. Sure. Right? So if I was, and he never, my, my father never took my side. There was never like, my, the teacher doesn't like me or it was like this. There's some kind of, you know, right. misconception. Something happened is your fault. He, he, everything was just, yeah. yes, my fault. It didn't matter. If, if your teacher doesn't like you, it's your fault. Yeah. If something happened, <laughs> it's still your fault. Okay. Yeah. So you're in trouble. So I get in trouble for that. And in my memory, right. soon after, it could have been the same day or days later, yeah. the halls come over. Oh, no, 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 no. I take that back. My mom says, hey, because uh, this is before cell phones. Huh. This is like 1992 or something yeah. like that, right? She's like, Mrs. Hall is on the phone. She wants to talk to you. I get on the phone. Uh -huh. She's like, hey, Jamin, we're at, you know, some department store. And I was, I was very um, moved by your excite, your, you know, I'm trying to find another words, not the excitement. <laughs> I was enthralled or uh -huh. my whatever for this game uh -huh. that uh, she's like, I'm here. I will. And he, Mrs. Mrs. Hall was a, what a 50 year old woman at the time sure. she had no idea about video games right so she went out of her way to try to find i'm sure she asked somebody hey do you know about this game right with me in mind sure. she calls me and tells me she, to ask me about what's the name of the game to make sure she got it right uh -huh. i tell her oh, it's called mortal kombat oh okay days okay so that's that like a couple days later <laughs> we were visited by them either by us going or i can't remember uh -huh. And she has the game. She bought it for me, dude. And my dad is like, oh, he doesn't deserve it. He's in trouble. I was in trouble. I was like yeah. grounded yeah, for having. Yeah, for your eye. Yeah, for my <laughs> improvement needed in terms of citizenship. So my dad was talking smack when Mrs. Hall was trying to give me this game Well, for my Super Nintendo. And uh, long story short, he let me, I mean, he let me get, accept the there gift. Was, there was doubt in he, your mind I was, that you, you weren't going to get yeah, it. What a puddle, man. He did that. I'm sure when he was like, oh, he doesn't deserve it. I was like, <gasps> my heart sank because I thought I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> you kidding me? Anyways, I remember playing the crap out of that game. That's Mortal Kombat. And, cool. and she bought it for me. She, out of the blue, called me. Jamin, do you want it? Nice. It was done there. It was, back then, I think brand new video games on, on uh, Super Nintendo were like $35, yeah, like $36. Sure, yeah. It was nothing to her, but to you, it was huge, right? No, you I know, here, like, I'm... Uh, nobody else is going to buy it for you. Almost 30 years later, <laughs> I'm talking Still about it. it yeah. That's the cool thing about when you have money yeah. and you do things like that for people. That's what they always say when like, when you really when you really make it, you yeah. got all kinds of money. Right. Like the coolest thing is like doing that kind of stuff for others yeah. because the joy brings you or because they will never forget it. Yeah. Here I am talking about Mrs. Hall buying me this video game 30 years later. That's amazing, right? And is she even alive? That, that is Mrs. Hall alive? Annabelle. She died, right? Though she's alive? <laughs> okay. How old is she? About my age. Oh, okay. Good. Maybe a little younger. There you go. Oh, a little younger. <laughs> okay. We're, talk, we're, talk, we're telling a story about it. <laughs> Anyways. So... <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, she bought yeah. she bought that thing himself. So here she is. She's That's immortal. Cool. She can. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell the story. I'll never forget exactly. it. It's awesome. one of those things that you never forget. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, that's what this show's gonna be all about. So, um, all right. Well, you know, 
Good, good talk. Good talk. Um, I appreciate yeah, you good. sitting here with me and telling those stories. We're now gonna, they're saved forever for posterity. We're gonna, I'm going to upload this tomorrow on Jamin's Daily, episode 75, <laughs> maybe. There you go. Episode 75, always, guest hosted by Seth Kaler. Always plugging the show. Preview to... <laughs> when I was uh, little. When I was little. Because he always says it wrong. I was little.com. <laughs> Yeah, um, so thanks for listening uh, to When I Was Little, this inaugural version. I'm probably going to just use it because uh, it's good because we don't need to remake all this. Cause this is, no, you this still fantastic. use this as the first episode. Not We're just going to be double. No one's going to know. Yeah, um, so thanks. Uh, stick around. Uh, hit up the next episode if you want. Um, like I said, the video version of this will be on YouTube, and the uh, audio version will be on any platform that you get your podcast on. So thanks a lot. And we'll see you later.